You notice you're like moving into the to the dad joke type of guy pretty pretty smoothly. The transition I see is is fairly like it's right there. You know what I mean? I think it's because uh, you work uh, in sales, you gotta uh, make these smooth jokes. I'm prepping myself. You no, you're pre prepped, bro. <laughs> pre prepped. <laughs> you're pre prepped. You're ready to be in the microwave. Um did you so y- did you already know about what I sent you? Or two and two uh I'm, I sent two things, right? Yeah. So one was just the Saudi Canada relations and the other one was the Saudi exp- like the, the, the purge essentially back in twenty seventeen. Yeah, so as far as the relations, I mean well, we can we can do the part, but like you kind of you already know about this. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's that's fine. I did a bit of a rabbit hole yesterday on the Saudi Arabia. That was a big pause, my guy. No. What were you thinking we about? S- that? We haven't started yet, so I was just thinking about what I was. No, say. it's already started, bro. It's ready to go. Oh fuck! This guy's pausing. Yeah. No, sorry. Um. So, anyways, last night I did a kind of a rabbit hole YouTube thing on Saudi Arabia yeah. and I didn't search Saudi Arabia. I was watching a video on there's a there's a, um, a guy that just started a channel doing video about videos about geopolitics and sports and he kind of in some of the videos he does like some crossover stuff um, and he spoke about Saudi Arabia and you know most people talk about their sports washing like they're buying all these things because they want to like sports wash right. their image. It was interesting because his his point was that it's not really sports washing because they could almost give a fuck about external views on their country. Like, they don't really care what, you know, you or I think about Saudi Arabia. But they do care what their citizens think about the country. Like they, they like stability, mm. right? And for the longest time, their stability has been through the money generated via oil revenue. Yeah. And the l- outlook now is that there is a possibility that that will at some point dry up not because of the reserves but because of the need for oil will start to lessen and so the amount of money that they're out that they're being able to pump into the economy via oil will diminish and right. so Mohammed bin Salman who's the technically he's the crown prince he's the not actually the king even though he acts like the king has an initiative called Saudi Arabia 2030 that mm. basically is a huge plan to completely revolutionize how Saudi Arabia gets a lot of their income and also how they d- and how they spend it. Mm. So they have like, bro, we're talking like nobody really knows how much money they have, but people estimate it's within the high hundreds of billions to like upwards of like three trillion dollars in a fund that they yeah. can just use to like spend on shit. So they've bought soccer teams. They've bought um, they have investments in all the major five Fortune 500 companies like Uber, Facebook, Meta, all of them. And we're talking like big influx it's not like a few million I'm talking like a few billion here and there yeah and what's been interesting to see is that they're using this as a way to almost prove to their citizens that saudi arabia is a country you want to live in like it's mm. a good place to be right and you talk about the sports I'm thing not, I, I don't think sorry if I can yeah no that's okay i don't think they're wrong like no i don't it's, 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 this is the it's, thing you know where where saudi arabia and dubai and all these places are for these these are places for people who are entrepreneurs or make money online mm. that want to move to a tax-free state. Yeah. And if you are willing to um, sacrifice the fact that there's very little nightlife, like it's not the way people think. It's not Vegas, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's not women everywhere throwing their, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You. It's <laughs> not the same no. thing. There's a lot of luxury. There's a lot of benefits. There's a lot of connections you can mm-hmm, make with mm-hmm. Saudis. 
and people from Dubai because most of the people from Dubai are Saudi. Yeah. Um, but then again, it's like, what is it that you want to do? These places exist for certain type of people, not mm-hmm. for all of us. Mm-hmm. Most of us are working nine to fives. Like, we don't have the money generation for that move, regardless yeah. of the fact. And I guess what's interesting when I started, because what you all what you said makes a lot of sense, right? Like for most of us, it's like, well, we're not really going to see a big benefit if we're just up and move. Like we we're not at the point where the amount of income that we generate for a country is attractive enough for Saudi Arabia to look at us and like, oh yeah, damn, we want that guy. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. ooh, yeah, we want that guy making like 500. No, they're looking at guys that like make like upwards of millions up into the billions or at least have an idea that might do more for them. Like there's a, did you hear about, I mean, you've, you've sent me a few things like the wall, like that wall city or whatever. That's in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. There's the other one is something called, it's like, it starts with an M, like Noam or Noab or whatever. It's a planned futuristic city that they want to build in the northeast corner of the country and it's slated for completion like 2030 and they said they're gonna start letting people see some of it this year and next year and they're gonna they're having all these projects and all these things that really make Saudi Arabia more desirable for their own people Mm. because for the longest time you had Saudi Arabia fully funding uh, and they still do healthcare education completely 100% funded and you can do whatever you want so the other connection to Canada here is that they used to actually have a very strong Saudi Arabia and Canada used to have a very strong relationship together. Mm. They used to send upwards of tens of thousands of their own students to Canada on a yearly basis to get an education, fully paid for by the government, and then come back. And then Canada would also gain some. Did I tell you about this? Some goodwill. I think you did. I think I did tell you about this. I also remember personally when I was in Thunder Bay, one of my roommates was actually from Saudi Arabia on one of those. Like he was an exchange student from Saudi Arabia. And I remember th- at the time thinking, like, what the fuck? Like, I've never met anybody who's actually from Saudi Arabia. I've met a lot of Middle Easterns. I've met Afghanis, Iraqis here in, in, in Vancouver. But I was like, never did I meet a Saudi Arabian. And he was telling me all, all this stuff about how he was here. And he was just like, like he, he was zero stress. Yeah. <laughs> like, zero stress. Because yeah. he knew that everything was paid for. Didn't have to worry about shit. He just yeah. had to do okay on his grades. And he was fine. He got to, he got to enjoy some good old-fashioned, you know, Canadian luxuries that maybe don't exist in Saudi Arabia, like women. Yeah. Whatever. Drugs. Drugs. Drinks. A- everything, right? Yeah. And and gay, so when I sex. <laughs> don't they have that in Saudi Arabia? Absolutely not, sir. You so fuck a goat or you don't oh, fuck. Oh, sorry, anything, I'm sorry. I thought right? it was camels. No. Okay. Goats, camels, all the same. So when I r- when I read this, it reminded me of that where I didn't realize just how how I don't say pervasive, that's the wrong word, but how how much of a relationship exists between those two countries. And in twenty eighteen it all went to shit. It all went to shit. Trudeau and, and, and his people, they decided to speak against um, – there were a few things that Saudi Arabia was doing at the time internally, like in their own country. Like they had some mass executions for like treason and shit or, or whatever. Anyways, Canada spoke out against this publicly. Why? Like why? I, I don't know. Why? This is the thing. I don't get that. This guy – you know what a white knight is, right? Mm. Trudeau is definitely, definitely either a white knight. LGBTQT liberal – or he's a fucking conservative cuck inside. He's Cons- a white knight. Like this guy, I kind of wish he was like a anarchist, just just because he's so shit. Like he's a shit disturber in mm. the worst way. Mm-hmm. There's no benefit of his shit disturbing. Like nobody benefits from him disturbing shit. Like anywhere in the world, because nobody respects him. That's exactly what happened. As soon as we uh, Canada spoke out. Saudi Arabia just fucking pulled everything. C- 
canceled all the scholarships they had for the students, told everybody, get the fuck back, or you're paying your own way, so everybody obviously just went back. Pulled their diplomats out of all embassies. Uh, made the Canadian uh, gov- uh, Canadian diplomat in Saudi Arabia persona non grata, so they had to get the fuck back to Canada. Like It completely severed like a lot of relations that, that we had. The only thing that remained during this time of turmoil until basically until last year was the oil agreement that um, Canada and Saudi Arabia had. Everything else got basically just like yeah. fucked. And I, I didn't realize how just how big that relationship was. But yeah. d- did you know that Saudi Arabia also has only had one family in power? Well, it's the Al Saud family. This is the thing. A- a Saudi Arabia people, is from the name. People don't actually. This is, it's, it's a funny thing. In every aspect from everybody, mm. there's like genuine facts in a niche mm. that people in that niche like find as common sense yes but then you know somebody from the exterior looks in looks it up you know gets in that niche in a rabbit hole whatever the case may be and then they're like oh my god did you Mm -hmm. know it's like if you you're peruvian let's say you lived in peru for 20 years Mm -hmm. and something happened in brazil do you think you'd hear about it yeah same shit mm-hmm. like you grow up yeah learning no, these no. guys history because iran's education system is far superior to canada and there's other countries <laughs> that are superior to iran mm-hmm. but i could just tell a difference like i was not the best student yeah in iran or in azerbaijan because i was going to iranian school right but when i came here i realized that i'm significantly well rehearsed in in things that in my age group, people weren't. Mm. I don't know if you know. You know I got 90% in math 12, and I did it in grade 11? No. Like, weird shit like that. Mm-hmm. that you find, like, even... Remember Kazra? Yeah. He's a very average kid. But his grades were significant. Yeah. He was a good student. Yeah. And that's because he grew up in Iran, mm. and he came over here, and then that was instilled on him. Mm-hmm, Same mm-hmm. with these Chinese kids you see, right? Yeah, yeah. Instilled, like, bro... They only take physical educational breaks because the, s- the research shows that if you do like five to 15 minutes of activity mm. between lessons, you're going to absorb like 20 to 30 percent. more. Yeah, yeah. So you'll see like Chinese kids in Chinese classes in grade five learning calculus. Mm-hmm. Right. But then the teacher is like. Super involved in, th- in those kids, like mm. tw- like literally 12 hours a day, they go to school and the teacher is with them pretty much all the time yeah and that's what raises like they ask what what you should do with the education system mm-hmm. that's what you should do you should stay away from being open-minded and all this shit until the kid is after high school yeah then you can talk about open-mindedness and take liberal arts and whatever the fuck you want but get that base where it's like okay everybody's gotta work hard mm-hmm. right everybody's gotta learn some shit and then it kind of changes people's value. I think right now we're all focused on being such individuals, mm. whereas that in itself is not individuality. It's like it's not original to be individual anymore. It's like everybody's trying to be an individual. Mm-hmm. Like everybody's trying to be like, oh, I'm the only guy that does this. It's like, no. Well, that's that's a very Western mentality to have, right? That's not so much an Eastern mentality. Like I saw a lot of that in Japan where they're like, this is like – individuality is not a thing here like yeah you know there are people who who want to be able to express it. that's fine i think as a, a lot culture, of japan i think a lot of japan is individuality actually i'd say a lot of uh a so lot of muslim countries has nothing to do with individuality and a lot of asian countries there's they're still instilled with individuality because those places were either bombarded or they had some type of american effect if you go to korea 
Everybody wants to be an original. Every every girl looks the same. If though. you go to Japan, it, I, I'll tell you right now, you won't get that feeling. I didn't, anyways. Just being there, mm. it felt very much the opposite. It very, it felt very homogenous. Wow. Okay. Like, like they, I mean, obviously they they've opened their doors because they used to be a, a closed door country. Yeah, they used to be a closed city. Yeah. And even though they've opened it and they've gone through the war and all that stuff, they still feel very homogenous as a people. Have you ever been to Mississippi? No. I have that vibe in Mississippi. Have you been to Mississippi? When have you been to Mississippi? I've been to Mississippi. So when, when the I fuck was were you in Mississippi? When I was w- right before I started doing dope, I was going this is on. like the whitest thing I've heard you ever say in your life. <laughs> Listen to this. I've actually traveled to, I think, 46 states. 46 or 45 states. And this is how. Uh, from the ages of 12 to 15, 14, mm-hmm. I uh, went with my dad and I learned how to drive a truck, like a semi-truck. Mm-hmm. And this guy was such a criminal, he would let me drive, mm. like, on my own while he slept. Yeah. So, like, imagine going through the Rockies, and the truck is stalling because you don't know how to use a clutch properly. And you go high-low, so, like, if you're at a four, yeah. you fuck up and you go to, like, a five instead of going to a three. Mm. So, you're revving, and then the it's not enough rev, it's not enough speed for five. Mm-hmm. So, the truck just fucking stalls, Jesus. and you're on a gear. So, what happens is, is, like, when the truck stalls and you're on a gear... You know this. You're you're a fucking mechanical engineer. It's okay. It fucking it's like what you, it's skids. Like, it's like what you just mentioned. But <laughs> it just skids like a motherfucker. Yeah. You just fucking skid, mm-hmm. right? And this motherfucker comes flying out the back. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, Jesus. Decking the back seats just face first and feet first, right? Like like sideways. Yeah, yeah. Right? And he's like, he's like, Arman, Chikar Kadi, which means in Farsi, he's like, Arman. What did you do? <laughs> and I'm looking at it. I'm 12 years old, maybe 12 and a half. I'm <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, I thought I got it. <laughs> I thought I had it. But anyway, long story short, we travel to Mississippi. We get off at a flying J mm. and uh, we go to a store clerk. We got like Slurpees and shit. And my dad's English is like, you know, that poor bastard, man. He was a villain to himself. His English was fucking brutal at Jesus. that time. Cause we're only like a couple years into Canada, yep. and uh, he was like, "Yeah, I want to, I want to buy this." And back then, he used to smoke. So he was like, "Give me a pack of Marlboros, right?" Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, "You're not from here, are you?" And, and my dad's like, "No, no, no, we're from Iran." And as soon as he said from Iran, oh shit, that was right. Ar- like that was pretty, pretty s- close to two twenty two thousand one. Pretty yeah, close. That's pretty like pretty close. At, your, at twelve, you would have been two thousand three, two thousand four. No, 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 no. How dare Sorry, you? Sorry, two thousand six, two thousand five, seven around yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, around there. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. um. He pulled a drawer and he put a shotgun on the thing and he <laughs> said, "He said you guys better get the fuck out of here before I blow you." And then I'm like, "Can I? Can we still take it?" He's like, "Take it. I don't, I'm not gonna make you pay for it, but you gotta get the fuck out of here." Jesus. And then we just fucking we left yeah, with yeah, fucking we, we slurpees in our hands. Yeah, yeah. And my dad's like, "That guy thought I. That guy thought he's gonna fucking shoot me. Get the fuck out of here." Cause. You know, my dad been to prison, right? In prison, yeah. they whip you and shit. And yeah. They fucking drill your feet and shit. Like, my dad walked with a limp for fucking, hi- I since I was born. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I always asked him, like, what what happened? He had his fucking hole like that on his Jesus. fucking, on his, uh, on his fucking foot, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on his heel. Yeah. And he's like, they, they fucking drilled my foot in fucking prison. It's like a fucking hole. And it, like, it healed, but it healed fucked up. Yeah. You, you could tell it, it wasn't. It wasn't in a hospital. No. It wasn't in, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You could tell it was all fucked up and shit. <sighs> And uh, long story short, it's like the hardships people feel are only significant to 
their perspective here. Mm. So like we sit down and we think we have some hardships and then you go to the first world, third world countries and you're like, God damn it. Dude, they haven't had electricity in 35 hours. Mm-hmm. Right. Different kind of fucking story. Buddy needs water. There's no fucking Aquafina. You go to a fucking well and then you, you put like a fucking one of these but uh bug cloths that you put on your fucking window to get the sand out jesus like that kind of shit and then you got you got guys over here like you know letting their girl like walk all over them and shit and like people's perspective and the world's perception is so far gone Mm. that i don't think we can actually click back to that Mm, i don't know about that I, i think the other to your point the other thing that's really crazy about these countries is um just the overall politics are a lot more savage, like sad, like real savage. Yeah. So the closest that most people here will be to a royal family will be the English. But the English have always been very proper in everything that they do. So they'll like backstab and they'll do like, you know, whatever political moves. But it's never really that bad. Child trafficking rings. No, OK, that's that separate. Bad. I'm talking like <laughs> with, I'm talking about within their own families, like if they're making plays, like if a prince wants to make a play for the crown kind of thing. Gone are the days where Prince would literally kill his own brother and decapitate him and then be like, I'm now the king. That that kind of stuff is gone. Right? They don't really do that anymore. They don't they haven't done that are for a long for time. That in, stuff in though? No, but hold on, here's where I'm going with this. <laughs> hold on. What the hold fuck? on. <laughs> what the fuck? Hang out with too many Persians. Jesus, seriously. God man. Damn it. I saw another Persian thing, maybe that's why. Um Mohammed bin Salman imprisoned his own mother. <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do, bro. Bro. In 2017, when he made his play for the crown, essentially, he I wish people I wish people were cooler with that part of the world so that we could make movies about this kind of thing, because we've almost exhausted all of the stuff that people are comfortable with here, like House of Cards or like even Pablo Escobar. Like, yeah, sure. He's been around. He's been the news for like 40 years. There's other stuff in the world we could be be making shit about, like Asian fucking dynasties and like. Saudi Arabian, like, uh, there's, there's so much out there. And I wish I wish someone would make a series from 2017 to 2019, Saudi Arabia the, in the kingdom. Because what happened in that time was nuts. Mohammed mm. bin Salman, I, I, I haven't dug deep into it, but he made a play where he basically purged uh, the upper echelon of the royal family. Like, some of his cousins, fucking even his own brother. <laughs> yeah. And his own mother. Yeah. He either imprisoned them. A couple of them died, uh, froze their assets, and kicked them out of the the palace, so to speak. For how long? Some of them indefinitely. (laughs) His own mother hasn't been seen to this day. Yeah. Do you know why, though? It keeps getting asked. Back when Obama was still in power, in power, back when Obama was still president, they asked, like, yo, like, how's your mom doing? (laughs) Like, where's your mom Mm. at? Mm. And he's like, oh, and he'd be like, and this is, these are in official visits, yeah. right? And MBFs would be like, oh, yeah, you know, she's sick. She's out of the country, you know, blah, blah, getting, getting attended to. And then when Trump came into power, Trump actually made a, a real play to become very friendly with Saudi Arabia. Like that, the first visit, the first country he ever went to right after he got elected was Saudi Arabia. Best president ever, though. Okay, relax. Um, Name a better one. Bro, let's not get Kennedy? sidetracked. Let's not get sidetracked. He got <laughs> shot in the head. Bro, let's not get sidetracked. Um, Put the bread in the land spread. And then this, the same question. He's like, oh, how's your mom? <laughs> like, how's your mom doing? <laughs> and same, the same answer. She's like, oh, yeah, she's getting treatment. He basically, what most people theorize is um, his his dad, so the king, 
is basically Alzheimer's. Like he's 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 gone. Like mentally he's gone. And so MBS understood that in order to make a real play for the crown, he would have to remove any influence to his father. Mm. As long as his father was isolated, he, there'd be no threat to anybody telling him no. And one of the biggest threats was his own mom. Mm. <laughs> so he fucking imprisoned her and then put her under house arrest and just separated her from ever seeing his dad again. Kind of fucked up because that's his, it's not even a Stefan. That's his actual mom. Kind of wild. You got to do what you got to do, man. Some people are crazy. You got to do what you got to do. This is the thing, man. I understand if your mom is saying some shit that's against you because she's never going to be in power and she's disagreeing with you and you got to put her in her place. But at the same time, at in the same mother, token, she, it's your own mother. It's your own mother. Bro. You know what I'm saying? At the same token, it's like, why is your mother? Like, that's the defining Maybe you should factor. be asking that first. That's yeah. my defining factor. It's like, why is your mother... Uh, reflecting an opinion that's completely against yours yeah. to the point where you are threatened. Mm -hmm. Because I know if I was in power, my mother would not be trying to control my choices yeah. Yeah. because she's never going to be in power and she's my mother, so mm -hmm. she'd want the best for me. There's a couple of different ways I kind of see this whole thing. On the one hand, you could the easy one is like, oh, you know, MBS is not crazy, but it's like m power hungry, blah, blah, all this. Uh, and on the other the one that takes his side, you could you could make the argument that a lot of what he was trying to make changes for this twenty thirty plan, a lot of like the women's rights things. You, yeah. you heard about this, like they they can drive now. They don't need a uh, male supervision to travel. All this like stuff. What a mistake. All the all the changes that he wanted to make, good or bad, would not have happened with all the people that he kicked out still in power. Like they would have pushed against it because they're so instilled with what tradition was. There you they go. were so instilled with. Wahhabism and like how so this guy wanted to be open-minded exactly well not only open-minded but he wanted to do things his way and he sure. understood that saudi arabia is not a country where you can just do that without having certain people out of the picture okay so that's kind of i think anybody's gonna understand that is fucking lgbtq canada <laughs> and like unfortunately his mom just happened to fucking <laughs> yeah, that, fire, that, yeah basically fire. It is what it is. It you is what it is. You'd rather be safe than sorry. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's yeah. the thing. It's like you got to like I, I had one of my buddies call me and he's like, if you think I'm strict, he's super strict with his girl. Jesus. And uh, he was telling me some crazy stuff. And in the same token, like how people how a super open minded white cuck looks at me and like you're fucking insecure. You're yeah. Because yeah. if you if you really think about it, man, if you're not whitewashed. You have high standards from the opposite sex. More yeah. so than yeah. if you no, are, I agree. I agree with that. you know, whitewashed. Because the culture here is like, be understanding, be thinking. Yeah, but yeah. it's like, bend over. Bend over. But the problem with this bending over shit is like, as a man, you're expected to be a gentleman. Mm. But then the same expectation is not the same in 2024 from women. It's not, I've met, like, back in the day, man, we could run reels and videos of back in the day of, of interviews from women looking at a bikini saying like that only sluts wear that shit but how many girls wear bikinis now uh i i Just get what you're I get, I get your argument i get your other thing the other thing it's like having drinks from a man yeah yeah right pretty common sense now right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. most girls most of the time they're like hey i'm going out with my coworker. i'm gonna go have a drink right or uh i'm gonna go have dinner with uh you know 
some guy from work or whatever, yep. whatever the case may be, right? And most people, most white girls I dated, or I'm not even trying to make it racial, most Canadianized, like people yeah, born here, yeah, even yeah. if they're Iranian, they're they're raised here, and <laughs> their parents are also raised here. Yeah, they have a different perspective. That's okay by them. But back in the day, that was a huge red flag. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was a huge red flag. Yeah, Nobody yeah. was was doing that kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Little shit like that, and even clothing, like perspectives have changed, clothing has changed. Like those were different kind of people, mm-hmm. right? I think that nuclear family thing, when we circle back to that, we circle back so many times to that, was honestly the answer for um, majority of people to be happy. Because girls n- back then didn't think they were queens. Mm. They were ladies. It was it was very common among girls to all be very polite, all be very ladylike mm-hmm. and uh, submissive and, and all that. That was like what was expected. Mm. And then men were also expected to be gentlemen, mm-hmm. right? Therefore, that's a good combo. Mm. Right now, you have a teeter-totter where it's, super heavy high expectation on men that we should be okay with everything a girl does or get out yeah and a very low expectation on women that they think that they're all queens and they're they should get paid for and you should do these things for them and but then if you don't listen to me why am i why am i holding the responsibility of getting you know paying for you and and doing (laughs) all these things if you're not going to listen to my boundaries and my rules and my regulations because back in the day you pay for a girl you tell her you can't go to the supermarket. She doesn't go to the supermarket. Yeah, yeah. So if you want me to be a gentleman, no fucking problem. But be okay with taking orders, right? If I'm paying for shit, you're moved in. And I'm 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 paying for everything. Then you got to take orders. Otherwise, it's like you can't you can't. Remember, I had a saying in Farsi. Mm. You can't you can't make a fast and still be religious during Ramadan, right? You mm-hmm. can't you can't break your fast and still be religious during yeah, Ramadan. Yeah. You have to either pick. Mm-hmm. You're going to fast and be religious or you're not going to fast and not be religious. Mm-hmm. Can't go 50%. And that's what the culture is right now and it's it's a very brink spirit because I've seen it affect m- like I grew up with my sister, right? Yeah. 6 years older than me. She thinks like that. Yeah. She's like I like I asked her. I was like, "Hey, say you're going out with a guy and you tell him I'm going to Vegas with a girl's trip, and I'm going to go to nightclubs, enjoy some concerts. Mm-hmm. What do you expect him to say? She was like, I expect him to be open open to that and, like, not cause any problems. And if he does cause problems, I'm out. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, why the fuck would he want to be with you then? Yeah. If everything you want to do s- while you're single is what you're going to do mm. while you're in a relationship, what does he need you for? Yeah, what's the benefit there? There's none. And yep. then he, you got, he's got to pay for you. And she's like, I don't give a fuck about him paying for you. I'm like, okay, well, then that's that distinction. But there's girls that are even a step further yep. than that. They're like, yep. you got to pay for my car. You got to pay for this. You got to pay for that. It'd be nice if you fucking paid for this. But then when it comes to hey, can't be doing that. Don't do this. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're bullying me. You're being a bully. You're doing this. You're, mm-hmm. you're abusive. Like they just yep. label you right off the bat, yep. right? So what are your thoughts? Give me the cr- short version of this. I'd like to get into it more. I don't want to give a short version of this. I'd rather I'd rather we we, we give, dis- me, give me discuss a dis- discussion discuss on a little bit more. Yeah. I'm twenty seven, bud. Haircut we tomorrow? <laughs> I don't have time tomorrow. What about Sunday? Let's keep today. Sunday could be. 
What are you doing this weekend? You doing anything fun? Yeah, going out tomorrow. Good. Let's see the hair. Not the worst. Not the best either. Give me a side profile here. Yeah, I just you you need Needs to get, get cleaned, cleaned up. up. Needs to get cleaned up. Yeah. What do we want to do here, bud? I could record another 20 minute or 20 30 minute. Yeah. I don't know what you're looking at the time. I'm looking at 519 right now, so another 20 minute or 540 and then I got to dip hard like What's, what's your hard, hard stop? 6. Hard, hard stop. Like I got to be at the door at 6. What door? What happened? What's the door? <laughs> I got to be at the door. Like I mean, that's how fast I gotta. Go oh, I understand. You I'm like, what I'm waiting for something. <laughs> like, <what laughs> gotta be at the door. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, we got a package coming. Okay. Decisions, decisions. I really do need a cut, but I also do want to record another one. You can't just. What are we thinking here? <laughs> like, can, we can we fit both in? That's tight. It's super tight. Super tight. So okay, let's stop this one. Let's yeah, okay. let's uh, fuck. 